Welcome to The Light Angle. Today is October 10th. My name is Jack and we're going to talk about some stuff going on in the world and how we should deal with it as Christians. Before we get started, just a reminder, your five-star review and sharing of this show helps us better spread what's going on in the world, but most importantly, the good news of Christ and how we are to live that life in Him. All right, so I got a couple topics today. I wasn't even going to put a show together, but I saw this stuff going on, and there's a lot of stuff going on, and I thought, you know what? Let's talk about this. Even though I'm in a room talking to myself, you know, I pretend I'm talking to you, and, you know, in some ways you're talking back to me. Probably not. But always, you know, remember, you know, we have an email address, angledelight at gmail.com. Feel free to throw your comments at me, holler at me, give me your point of view. I'm always interested to hear what the people outside of my direct circle think about the stuff I'm spewing out of my mouth. But anywho, so (laughs) we're coming up on voting season, right? The midterms. And I've, ah, gosh, it just seems like, you know, I remember vaguely years ago where you kind of hear about it watching TV, see commercials and they're, you know, politicians are, you know, saying nasty stuff about the other one. But for whatever reason, this uh, cycle of elections just seems like 10 times worse. I thought, and I, you know, spent 20 years serving my country, you know, <laughs> kind of naive, I guess, thinking that, you know, our government was of the people and for the people. Uh, yet every commercial I see, and I'm sick and tired of every single one of them, Republican, Republican or Democrat, tired of it. Every commercial is nothing to do of the people or for the people. It's only about themselves or each other and how bad they are. One guy even tells me that no one else in Congress knows what the cost of a gallon of milk is, and yet he never tells me what a gallon of milk costs. So I'm confused. I don't know uh, who to vote for. They all seem just evil and dirty and nasty. But um, apparently... They take it to all new levels, and I, I don't know where they're getting all this money from, but uh, they have a lot of it to be spending on these shenanigans. So my first article is actually from uh, TimCast.com. Uh, Tim Pool, he's kind of an oddball. Not really a big fan of him as a person, but he dissects the news and he does great reporting and it's honest journalism, even if I don't you know, agree with it. And I can appreciate that because that's kind of rare in the news circle these days. But anyway, the topic of this turtle, turtle (laughs) topic of this article is Democrats create fake local news sites in swing states ahead of midterm elections. So at least 51 locally branded news sites have been sprung up since last year using names, including the Milwaukee Metro Times, the Mecklenburg Herald, and the Tri-City Record. Each follows a similar template, aggregated local news content and short write-ups about local sports teams and attractions interspersed with heavily slanted political news aimed at boosting Democratic midterm candidates and attacking Republican opponents, according to the outlet. At the time of the investigation, the masthead of the purported news sites show involvement with the American Independent, a progressive organization that has changed names multiple times. The company was originally called Blue Nation Review. Then it was sold to Media Matters for America founder David Brock in 2015. Brock fired most of the staff afterwards, hiring a former Clinton staffer named Peter Dow, Peter Dow, to head and write for the organization, which he renamed True Blue Media LLC. 
two months before the 2016 election, the company rebranded as ShareBlue, and in 2019 again rebranded as the American Independent in preparation for 2020 coverage. Its website shows that part of its funding comes from the American Bridge 21st Century Foundation, which is a Democrat super PAC. For each of the fake news sites, the About Us page says they are run by Local Report Inc., a company created in Florida in August of 2021. However, after Axios published the expose showing the websites as extensions of the Democratic political machine, all the named websites have deleted their About Us pages. <laughs> Weird. The purported news websites are all targeting key states with elections in 2021 and 2022, Arizona, Colorado, Georgia, Michigan, New Hampshire, Nevada, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Wisconsin. It's an increasingly common tactic among political outfits looking to give their team a steady stream of positive content they can then use to boost their own electoral communications, Axios says. In September 2022, NewsGuard, which rates news and information sites based on factors like repeatedly publishing false information, presenting information responsibly, and correcting or clarifying errors, called a network that appeared connected to the American Independent the latest example of mass-produced partisan news sites masquerading as local news. NewsGuard also mentions that similar, similar operations that ran roughly 1,200 websites were set up by Republicans ahead of the 2020 elections. Axios obtained a statement from local reporting saying, Our portfolio includes a number of digital news sites across the country that are focused on sharing local news and providing readers with fact-based coverage of their communities. We are proud to collaborate with partners like the American Independent that are also committed to bringing the public reliable information that they can trust. Lies, 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 lies. It's all lies. It's ridiculous. I mean, and for the average folks who aren't nerds like me and actually, you know, look for the stuff, you don't know. I mean, and you're just fed lies and you're believed it to be true. And it sucks because I people don't want to sit there and research news when it should already be researched and it should be unbiased and it should be truthful to begin with. But that's the world we're living in. We're, you know, filled with, or we're fed deceit every single day and everything. So it stinks. And unfortunately, the people we elect to be our voice, to shape and move this nation forward are the worst part of it all. I don't have an answer for you. I just thought I would bring this to light and, you know, you know, <laughs> bring you along with me in, in this despair. No, it, it, it's all good. We're all good. Trust me. I have scripture that's going to make you feel better. All right. My next article. So it's kind of, <laughs> this is so me spending as much time in the military as I have, you know, I have been injected with all kinds of stuff. Some I don't even know. I was ignorant and young and other things I probably should have questioned. Uh, but it's no different today. And as we're moving along in this post-COVID uh, life world, whatever have you, um, you know, we're learning more and more. I was always hesitant about, about the vaccine, still am. Uh, and uh, I believe now it was a good decision on my part. And I pray for those who uh, jumped on it. And I'm going to get into why here in a second. Um, but the military is still forcing uh, members to be vaccinated. And in some case, they don't even have the option of choosing what uh, vaccination they can get for COVID. Uh, so this 
article is from uh, America's Frontline News, and its title, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the Air Force moves forward a vaccine man- mandate despite court order. So uh, the United States Air Force is grounding pilots who have refused the COVID-19 injections in violation of a court order, according to former Space Force Lieutenant Colonel Matt Lomayer. Lomier told NTD News on Capitol Report that a federal judge in Ohio less than two months ago ruled that it is illegal for the National Guard, Space Force, or Air Force to take punitive action against its members for refusing the COVID-19 shots. But the Air Force is doing it anyway. So that's interesting and unfortunate. And I don't know what type of legal, you know, things <laughs> these members can do. But uh, that stinks. And it's not good, especially when uh, just... Last week, October 7th, uh, Florida State, uh, Florida is actually doing some research on the vaccine, specifically uh, Moderna and Pfizer. And so Florida, and this is from floridahealth.gov, their official website, uh, State Surgeon General Dr. Joseph, Joseph A. Ladapo issues new mRNA COVID-19 vaccine guidance. So today, State Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Ladapo Yeah, Dr. Joseph has announced new guidance regarding mRNA vaccines. The Florida Department of Health conducted an analysis, and they provided links so you can actually read through it, uh, through a self-controlled case series, which is a technique originally developed to evaluate vaccine safety. This analysis found that there is an 84% increase in the relative incidence of cardiac-related death among males 18 to 39 years old within 28 days following mRNA vaccination. Let me reread that sentence again, because it's not saying there's an 84% increase in sickness. There's an 84% increase in death. This analysis found that there's an 84% increase in the relative incidence of cardiac related death among males 18 to 39 years old. And keep in mind that is, well, that's the age group of our fighting forces, our military. It goes on to say, with a high level of global immunity to COVID-19, the benefit of vaccination is likely outweighed by this abnormally high risk of cardiac-related death among men in this age group. Non-MNRA vaccines were not found to have these increased risks. As such, the state general recommends against males aged 18 to 39 from receiving mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. That's not good. There's also another study in equal findings, similar findings in the UK. I did not dig into that. That was much more in depth and a little bit more scary. Um, And I think this is very important that we should be talking about this is because the news, uh, the mainstream media, as they call it, is not um, sharing this information. Uh, And I think, you know, that makes sense because when you watch the nightly news, ABC, CBS, NBC, uh, you'll notice there are quite a few commercials for different vaccinations through uh, mRNA and or uh, through Pfizer and Moderna. So, um, you know, if they're being paid by these organizations, they're probably not going to share news that say bad things about them. Just something to think about. But um, and then my last article, I'm going to I'm going to completely get away from all the nonsense and all the bad stuff and all the gloom and doom and talk about something good, something good that actually happened normally up here in northern Wisconsin recently. And I think this should be shared 
uh, for two reasons. One, because it sets an example of what we should all be doing, uh, and that is working with our community to help those who are not as fortunate as the rest of us. And also just to basically share good news, share that there are people out there because we're surrounded by this nonsense, whether it's the war in Ukraine and the people dying or Russia just being downright evil or North Korea doing all kinds of, it's, it's just nonstop. It's just always bad, bad, bad. So let's talk about some good stuff. <sighs> if I can click on the right tab. So Marinette County brings accessible hiking to the community. So Marinette County is making it easier for individuals with limited mobility to go on a hike in a unique event this week only. The Wheel Hike Together event at Thunder Mountain allows individuals with limited mobility to use an all-terrain track chair to explore nearly three miles of trails and scenic overlooks. So, uh, I jumped ahead. Aaron Banky of Peshtigo is one of dozens taking advantage of the event. He goes on to say, I've been living with ALS for five years now, and he heard about this opportunity for him to get out into the woods and just try to do some of the things we used to do. These chairs are donated from Accessibility Ability Wisconsin and options for independent mobility. There's no fee for the people to use them. However, reservations had to be made in advance. So it's not an ATV, but they are fantastic, Mr. Banky says. I had back surgery and I wouldn't have been able to do this without the chairs. For individuals like Aaron and also Jane Steinberger, it's very emotional experience being able to do things they haven't been able to do in a very long time. My mother passed away in March and she used to come on these color tours. I kept thinking that she would have loved this, Steinberger said. It's been a very emotional, it's been very emotional because you're seeing people who haven't been able to do an event, get on a trail or go to the woods, actually be able to experience that. The joy and happiness is a very positive environment. Everybody comes back happy. I can hardly put it into words, said Martin Keyport, who is the Marinette County Facilities and Park Director. So this event has already passed, but um, it's, it's awesome. You know, folks who, you know, are not able to move around, you know, under their own power or whatever the case is, um, don't, uh, you know, get to participate in the luxuries we take for granted of all the time, especially this time of year where it's nice outside. It's cool. You get all the leaves changing. It's good to be out there and just breathe some fresh air. And there's a lot of people who don't have that, you know, can't get to it. It sucks because they can look out their window and see it, but they can't, you know, they don't have the ability to do what the rest of us get to. So it's good that there are organizations like this. And I highly encourage you to look in your area and see what you can do in your community. You know, maybe it's donate five bucks. Maybe it's actually get out there and do something with the community, but be a part of it because you are a part of it, whether you're doing anything or not. And if it's bad and it's crummy and you're not doing anything about it, well, maybe you can be that change. Maybe you can make that difference. So anyway, all right, I'm getting off my soapbox here. But my point of all this is, is we're surrounded and we're living in a world that's not ours. As Christians, we are told to live a life, not of this world, but for our King of Kings, Jesus Christ. And when you start living that life and when you actually start doing what he tells us to, and that is to love him and love our neighbor, Things change, not just for yourself. See, we like to think that everything's going to be all roses in our life, but that's not the case. That's not what we're supposed to expect. That's not what is for us in this world. But saying that, 
things do change. And a lot of times they are for the better. And that better, it should be for others above ourselves. We should put our, ourselves ahead of, or our, excuse me, others ahead of ourselves. So, and by doing that, and actually the first step to doing that is getting out of our own way. Stop getting in our heads, worrying about everything that could be, worrying about the negativity, worrying about, you know, nuclear war is right around the corner. So our president tells us, instead of worrying about things that may potentially be, maybe we should start having hope, having hope for ourselves, our country, our world, having hope for, you know, our faith, maybe in one another. Romans 15, 13 says, may the, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. That first four words, five words, may the God of hope. See, as Christians, we serve a God of hope, not a God of despair, not a God of evil, not a God of chaos, but a God of hope. Put your faith in the God of hope. That's what it tells us. So maybe we should do a little bit more of that and stop worrying so much. <laughs> All right, that's it for to this for this days for today's episode of the Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things: loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light in the darkness.